All right, pleased to be joined now by Glenville State head coach Mike Keller, the Pioneers 2-2 two and two, heading into a home matchup against Fairmont State. Coach, uh, thanks for joining us, and if you could just kind of give us a quick breakdown of a start for the Pioneers this year. Well, uh, first of all, thanks for having me. I mean, we're off to a, uh, you know, two and two is about as average as you can get. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't know that, that we really had a, uh, a plan for the win-loss record. You know, our, our biggest thing that we're trying to do is, is build a program that's going to, uh, you know, improve from week to week and not really trying to give you a coach cliche. You know, if I really truthfully look at it, we had a good win at AB. You know, we felt that we let one slip through our fingers, you know, at West Virginia State. Even though they had control for most of the game, we thought we had a shot at that thing. Um, and then, you know, then we, we could have lost the Concord football game, beat them in overtime, uh, made plays when we had to, and it's about all we did. And then uh, last week played really poorly at West Liberty and still had a chance, you know, at uh, scores 23-17, and we got the ball first and goal in the three in, in the uh, in the fourth quarter, you know. So, and, and then we had a couple bad things happen. Let the score really get ahead, away from us. But I mean, we're you know we're we're a team that's searching from week to week to get better, and, and we've had some good good spots and some uh, some things that we can build upon. But we got to clean up a lot of things that we're doing wrong. A big bounce back. You talked about kind of the disappointing. Uh, you thought you had a sh shot at that West Virginia State game, but you were able to kind of kind of grind out and, and find a way to win that Concord game. Were you pleased with that response um, from between those two weeks? Yeah, sure. I mean, I, I think we showed some uh, showing some character as a football team. I mean, if you really look at the state game, you know, we come out and we we hold them. We get a three and out. We get the ball. We're driving, and our quarterback gets hit and gets knocked out. And, you know, we go in with a new new quarterback and a young kid who hadn't ha doesn't have a whole lot of reps under his belt. And, you know, it takes him a little while to get his get going, but when he does, you know, he he heats up in that fourth quarter. And as poorly as we played in that game, missing two field goals, you know, had, had multiple times where we could have stopped them and, and then struggled on offense. You know, we had a chance to win it at the end. You know, so that showed some character. And then to have a disappointing loss like that and your quarterback being out to come home and play a game and, and kind of have the game under control, you know, pretty much the whole game, even though, we, you know, scoreboard doesn't really totally show it, to have something bad happen in the fourth quarter like the turnover that turned into a touchdown for them and to come back and drop the ball down the field and, and then again, you know, have the disappointment of a missed field goal and then to go win that game in overtime. Our kids have shown the ability to bounce back and, and have some character, and, you know, that's a testament to them and the, and the staff. And, you know, of course, after getting beat at West Liberty as badly as we did, you know, we'll really have our work cut for us bouncing back this week against a, a very talented and, you know, good Fairmont State team. What were some of the challenges? I know you talked about the quarterback's injuries, and what, were, what have been some of the challenges to get things going offensively, particularly last week against West Liberty? But also, what have maybe some things that you're doing well that maybe haven't quite shown up yet from the productivity standpoint? You know, I think I think we're closer on some of the stuff run game wise than than our stats may show. I mean, if you if you look at it, it's not like we're totally 
uh, messing things up. You know, if I could point every play, whether it's a protection scheme or a route being run or or the way the back read that play or just one guy falling off a block, it's almost like we got nine or ten guys doing everything right on every play, but it's a guy here, a guy there. And I think any time you're coming to a new program and, you know, you're putting in a totally new system and you're trying to be as multiple as we're trying to be, even though we're, we're a little more conservative than we've been in the past, I think we'll grow into – uh, the team that we want to become, you know, and you're doing it with a lot of new kids. You know, I think two of the three weeks uh, or three of the four weeks, I should say, we started four freshmen up front, you know, so anytime that you're doing that with a with a new group and um, and trying to be as multiple as we are, you know, you just see you just see the mistakes here, the mistake there. It's not like one thing. If I could point to one player or one scheme or one formation that was giving us problems, then I would just change those. You know, it's just <laughs> – it's just getting everyone on the same page every play, and there's there's at times in games and practices where we're doing it, and you see it, and you see good results, and then then you go in and you're like, man, we had you know nine of the eleven guys were perfect on this play, and and then this guy missed his block, and this guy missed the cut, and it's a two yard gain, or you know if we just get our head across six more inches, and the guy reads it for another step, then it's an eight yard gain, you know, and just. Getting that consistency isn't, and I'm sure every coach in the world will tell you this, isn't as easy to do. It takes some time, and as long as kids are working and your coaches are doing what they're doing and everyone believes in it, then you're going to get there. It's whenever you start you know, panicking and losing trust and faith in what you're doing that you start having problems. I'm assuming that inconsistency is kind of a byproduct of youth then? Yeah, I mean, somewhat, you know, somewhat. You not just youth as far as uh, you know the amount of freshmen you're playing, but but you know, Jalen's. Uh, we had a discussion this week, and you know, he's a three. He's going on his third year as a starter, and I said to him, he had 22 multi, you know, 22 starts coming this year, and and uh, you know, and he has pointed out that you know he's also on his third different offensive system in as many years, you know. So you know, you so you look at a Javon Butler who's who's a three-year starter. You look at a uh, Austin Ratliff, who's, you know, basically a four-year starter. They're also on their third system in as many years. You know, so anytime you got that kind of stuff going on, and, I mean, we're not the most um, player-friendly system. It's player-friendly as far as what we're asking them to do, but mentally what we're doing, you know, is always the easiest thing. I mean, every play's got multiple options and checks, and uh, it's, it's somewhat – and it's just like what, what Jason's doing up at Fairmont State. But it, you know, it takes it a minute to get everyone on the same page because plays do have options. On defense, on defense, what have you liked from that unit? Where do you think that you guys can get a little bit better? Well, I mean, obviously, you know, we're pleased or, or feel really good about our linebacking core with Dom and Will. I mean, they're pretty good. Um, you know, we haven't got the pass rush that we really want up front just yet. I mean, we, you know, we're really lacking that that war daddy in there in the middle that would make our ends that much better. Uh, secondary, the corners have been they've been a sore spot and a and a plus. There's times where I'm really pleased with the way they're playing. There's other times when I watch them tackle and you know we're not so pleased. And you know, and then obviously we got to get more consistency getting off the field on third down and getting our safeties involved in the run game on the, on some of the first down stuff. Uh, you know, I think schematically we're there. You know, I think we do a lot, which is, uh, you know, something that's been discussed in our, our staff meetings, you know. But, uh, uh, you know, at what point is not doing enough, you know, a hindrance to you and, and doing too much is too much for you, you know. So we're constantly trying to find where that line's at with this group. And, 
Uh, we, you know, we know we're eventually going to figure it out. It's just that at what point is it, you know, is it week five, is it week ten, is it year two? You know, at what point it, is it going to be? Obviously, as coaches, you're thinking the sooner the better. <laughs> All right. Now, obviously, you've got a lot of work to do about with your own team, but what are you looking at when you see Fairmont State? Um, what, what kind of challenges do they present? I, my last game as a coach at West Liberty was against Fairmont State, and I really believe that that was as good a team as we faced all year. I mean, it's, uh, um, you know, I mean, obviously Notre Dame would have an argument with that, but I mean, they, they are big and physical. And, you know, I coached with Jason, you know, a year at uh, Cal and knew him a lot longer than that, and two years at, at Concord. And I know, you know, what type of player he's looking for and what, how good a recruiter he is. And you just see it all over their field. I mean, they're, they're big and, and pretty and long and fast and, you know, very athletic. And, you know, their G coordinator, Tom Rebholtz, and I coached together five years at, uh, you know, at Cal PA. So I have an understanding of what kind of coach he is. And, um, you know, I have the most respect for those guys and what they do, and, and it shows up on their team. I mean, they're 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 the unluckiest team right now. They're one and three, but in all honesty, I mean, they lost to Frostburg with the with a two point conversion. They got bounced around and caught. I mean, I must have watched that thing, you know, thirty times to figure out who caught it. You know, it was just it was one of the craziest things I ever saw. And then you you know, then you go to Charleston, and even though you know it was a game that Charleston was winning most of the game, I mean, you you count they threw the out route to the to the guy, the number two receiver going on the deep out, and he gets tipped goes over the safety's head and hits the, the number one receiver, went down the sideline in full stride, you know, and they lose the game. I mean, I know the score 42-39 or, you know, something like that. And and you're going, my God, that team's easily, you know, 3-1. and one. And I don't think there's any shame losing to Notre Dame at Notre Dame. You know, they got a special kid up there that, that uh, no one in this league or really any league has kind of figured out how to tackle yet, you know. And so uh, so they're, you know, Fairmont State's a good football team. I know their record's 1-3, and three, but uh, they're, they're got to be the best one of three team in the country. I mean, they're a very good football team, very well coached, big, physical, fast football team. Tell us a little bit about the atmosphere you expect on Thursday night and what kind of emotional lift, if any, uh, based on kind of a disappointing performance last week, do you expect, um, you know, heading into this one with all the emotion, being at home in Fairmont State game? Right. I haven't played it, you know, at Glenville and, and uh, haven't coached one home game here. You know, I know what kind of game atmosphere it can be. I haven't been an opponent here. You know, last year at West Liberty coming here, you know, I made a comment to my wife. I, I said, man, they got a really good game atmosphere down there. You know, and so this will be my first night game here, obviously, as the head coach. Uh, I expect it to be a good atmosphere. The people in Gilmore County are going to turn out. I have no doubt about that. Uh, you know, there's a level of excitement around our program right now with uh, all the people down here, so they'll be excited about all that. Obviously, Fairmont, you know, uh, being a rivalry game so close, and I've been on both sides of this thing, you know, as a player and a coach now. So uh, I expect there to be a good atmosphere. I'm hoping our kids get an emotional lift from all that positive energy that's going to be in the bleachers with our fans and that the fact that they're playing at home at night, you know, the Mountain East game of the week, all those things, you know, you hope helps us. Uh, and gives us an emotional lift. But, I mean, you know, the Fairmont kids are playing the same, you know, they're playing the same big game. So, at the end of the day, this thing's going to come down to, as they all do, you know, to blocking and tackling and throwing and catching and, you know, those type of things. All right. I think that's, uh, I think that's all I've got for you. Um, I appreciate the time once again, and uh, we will see you down in Glenville on Thursday night. Thanks. All right. No problem. Thank you.